Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Hot Watch. This is your host, C.J. Porter, and I'm definitely uh, honored to have the two guests I have on with us tonight. Uh, they're both 
of mine, brothers from another mother, and guys who I served uh, multiple combat deployments with. And they've got a great nonprofit organization uh, that they are uh, pioneering. Um, we talk about nonprofit organizations that take care of veterans uh, all the time, and, and we have the, the uh, leadership or the uh, the staff from those nonprofits on to the hot watch to talk about uh, things and veteran programs and uh, a lot of what we talk about uh, intimately involve shooting or firearms tonight we've got a, a good group of guys on here who have pioneered a nonprofit organization that uh, doesn't have to do with firearms uh, so it reaches out to who uh, might have a little bit of an issue uh, dealing with firearms or continuing to uh, hunt fish and stuff like that so uh, without further ado, I want to talk about tonight's guests. Definitely uh, very good friends of mine. Uh, they're both retired former Night Stalker. I hate that word former. No, it's not used former. Uh, former <laughs> yeah. members of the 160th because they're definitely <laughs> lifetime Night Stalkers. Um, we've got uh, not that there's uh, any animosity between the differences of pilots, but uh, we've got a little bird pilot yeah, and a uh, 47 pilot. Uh, and... Without further ado, Chief Warrant Officer Retired Brian Russell and Chief Warrant Officer Retired Gregory Coker. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, CJ. Appreciate Thanks, it. CJ. Good evening. There's no animosity, CJ. So, I like little bird guys. They cover my back. Yeah, That's, and, I've heard that you know, a lot about the little bird guys. As we so <laughs> lovingly refer to our brothers in Big Wendy as hookers, we love them. <laughs> Because, one, inside every hooker is an AH guy just trying to get out. And, two, <laughs> they bring us gas and bullets. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, Brian and I go So before we, get started, before we get started, and I definitely uh, want to remind our listeners, uh, if you want to call in and talk to uh, any of our guests tonight, the number to call in is 563-999. 3015. Once again, that's 563-999-3015. This is the Hot Wash, and this week we're talking uh, to the founders of Horsepower Therapy. So uh, before we get into Horsepower Therapy, uh, let's start off, you know, Greg uh, or Greggy, Gravy, Greggy, <laughs> Gravy, you've been on the show before. So a lot of guys know uh, your past. Let's, let's introduce Brian, Brian, tell us a little bit about your past, uh, who you are, where you came from, and what got you uh, into the military, and then we'll we'll move on to to Greg, and then we'll talk about uh, horsepower therapy and uh, what you got have going on with that. Uh, sure. Uh, so, like you said, I was with the regiment for well, most of my career. I, was, uh, I actually went through BNAV with with Coker. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I flew MHs, I flown E's, a little bit of G's. Um, couple tours everywhere, spent some time over in the Philippines um, with, with what was going on over there. Um, always kind of been a car guy. I think like um, most aviators slash pilots, or maybe it's a soldier thing, but always about, uh, you know, the, the nice muscle car and, and motorcycles, I guess. You know, it's kind of, I guess, the speed thing. So, um, but always enjoyed tinkering. Uh, started building, started building cars kind of before horsepower therapy became what it is now, but started building uh, Corvettes and Harleys and, you know, seeing how much horsepower I could kind of pull out of them. So that's kind of where I kind of come from. 
And when did you retire, Brian? So I retired in uh, 08, um, got a medical retirement. Apparently, I'm too many crash and bangs and too many surgeries. Um, so they got a, did a medical retirement, but I had 22 years in, so I retired at that point and uh, went the civilian route, uh, did contracting work for a little bit, and then uh, started working for the government probably six years ago, almost doing what I did before I retired. When I retired out of the race, I was in SIMO doing developmental work, so pretty much the same now. I, I run a lab for the government. Awesome. So, uh, I guys, I've definitely flown a, a lot for, of time. Uh, sorry for being late. Hey, no worries. That's uh, Falcon. Uh, we've got Jeff Falcon on the line, uh, former gold or gold star brother Jeff Falcon. He helps me co-host, and uh, Alex Maltese. Uh, Alex, I think might have a little bit of a. She might be a little quiet tonight. Um, let me unmute her mic so she can talk. Sorry about that. There you go, Alex. Oh um, yeah, no worries. <laughs> hey, so uh, welcome to the show. And I was going to ask you. So, what was your very first car? Oh. Uh, 1971 uh, Corvette. It was Bridgehampton blue with a white top. Matching numbers. So what is the relationship between a man and the car? That makes it so, like, what is it about the car? Because we all, you know, we all know that you never get between a man and their car. So what is the relationship? Like, why is it so strong? Because it does what you tell it to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, but it doesn't make damages. Yeah, it doesn't I'll, be, make I'll be in trouble later. It'll be fine. <laughs> it, ne- it never talks back. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about, um, is it kind of a spiritual thing? Like, for example, just, you know, the speed. You know, you feel like you're in control. Is there uh, just the psychology that, you know, brings people you know, just even the cars in general. I mean, I you meet so. those cheap people. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Go riding ahead. a motorcycle, it's whether it's like riding a motorcycle or just driving a car top down or driving, you know, not even a top down. There's, you know, a lot of people, whenever they say they get dialed, even they're like, hey, I'm just going to go for a ride. Or I'm just going to go for a drive. And I don't think that's just guys. I think it's sometimes it's just to get out and have control over the machine and just get out on the road and drive or whether it's looking at the leaves or, or whatever. I think that's just kind of a get you out of the hectic. You can listen to the radio, crank the tunes up and just go. There's a, I think there's a certain satisfaction of that. Now for me, if I can make it go even faster, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> I want it to go faster than the guy next to me. <laughs> So that way you can have, like, what is the guy's name who had the really bad facelift? Um, but it looks like his whole face, like, he, he's probably gone, like, 200 miles per hour for an hour. There you go. Do you know yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Know. Who's the guy? No, I don't. He was with Lonnie Anderson, I think. It was, like, an icon, uh, like, the sexy icon. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. He looks like he's been going 200 miles per hour. <laughs> so before we uh, before we forget to introduce, I mean, or let Jeff, or excuse me, introduce himself, uh, we we let Brian do his introduction. And my baby, Greg Croker, um, he's been on a hot watch before, and uh, one of my near and dear friends is same as Brian Russell. I've flown. I couldn't even tell you how many combat hours I've flown and combat missions I've flown with uh, with Brian Russell, but 
Gravy, tell us about yourself, brother, so uh, the listeners who you are, know who you are and uh, what you've been been through. Yes, sir. Oh, goodness. Well, I spent <laughs> about 15 years in B Company at the regiment. I was a PH6 guy and, and uh, several combat deployments. But I got started. I grew up in a drag racing family, and... My dad and his two brothers ran top fuel dragsters and funny cars back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. My Uncle Darrell went on to be a pretty famous top fuel drag drag racer out on the West Coast. And I attended my first drag race when I was six weeks old in Bakersfield, California. And I've always felt the need for speed ever since then. Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I had... I think the first car was a 69 Ghost, had a factory six-pack on it, and I got rid of it and then got a 70 Chevelle. And yeah, and, I mean, it's just things we did our generation, you know, back when we still had shops and school and you learned how to work on cars and weld and do all those type of things. And yeah, and during the Army time, it was just, you're always too busy or you don't have enough money and and after I retired I'm like hey I'm they just regen the Camaro and that new Gen 5 came out and that was my first first Camaro it was an 11 and then I got a 14 Camaro 1LE package and we put twin turbos on it and then my current car which her name is Irene and those of you that know will get it there you go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, and it's—I mean—it's something Brian and I have been tinkering around with for years, actually. And yep. it, you know, we—I mean, I enjoy it. It's—it's it's, like Brian said. It's kind of your happy place, and you know, horsepower solves most problems. So here we are. <laughs> I think uh, it definitely does uh, serve. It solves a lot of problems, and uh, you know, the VSA or Veteran Sportsman's Alliance on the hot wash um, week before last, and uh, Brett Johnson yeah, was talking yeah. uh, about the, the car that they have they're building um, to reach out to guys uh, who maybe are more interested in uh, muscle cars or racing than they are hunting or fishing because you know, it's maybe not their thing. Or there's the you know the, the other end of the spectrum that uh, guys who uh, may no longer be able to um, with um, hunting, fishing, or shooting because maybe it bothers them and it's a trigger point for them uh, with their post-traumatic stress. So, you know, Brian, Greg, I want to ask you, what, what made you guys, other than your love of cars, what made you think, hey, you know, this would be a great nonprofit to start and a way to reach our and help them heal? What, what did you think of Hey, let's let's build some muck cars and start getting these guys out on events. So I I started, you know, horse actually horsepower therapy started a few years ago. I've actually converted from a, an LLC now to the nonprofit corporation. So I started building cars um, for fun, and that, of course, like all things, starts to become bigger and and and, and more of a bigger monster all the time. And then I started building um, building those cars to take out to SEMA. So if anyone knows, SEMA is a big 
a huge aftermarket car show that's out in Las Vegas. It's the largest car show, aftermarket car show in the world, actually. So I was building these cars for for sponsors to be to put in their booths. Um, and the first one, like Greg said, was a, a Camaro. He actually talked me into building this Camaro, and uh, it kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get another Corvette. I was like yeah, Camaro. So I bought a Camaro, and uh, so we started building those up. And I think it, you know, the first time it probably got in the back of my mind was I can't remember. It might have been down at Camaro Camaro Fest, and Greg and I were down there drag racing for a couple days. And a guy came up to me, goes. And, and my license plate was horsepower therapy. It's HP therapy. That's what it's always been for me. It's a way to get in there and just, you know, get in the garage, tinker, make something that's not my own, that's store-bought, you know, store-bought, so to speak, and make it my own and, you know, come up with it. And just, that was my therapy. That's how I, I'd come back from deployments and I'd go tinker. Um, yep. So that was my license plate. And, I, and a guy walked up to me, I think it was down at Camaro Fest, and my Horsepower therapy. That is so true. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of put it in the back of my mind that there's something else. There, there's something more to this. So, you know, through, over the past couple of years, you know, I've more and more people talked about basically that same kind of experience. So this past year at SEMA, you know, I, the whole business side of trying to build parts and everything just was not where, it's not where my heart was at. And I came back after that last SEMA, and I called Greg and went, I think I want to do something different. I think I, this needs to be something more important um, to the veterans. And that's sort of how it kind of morphed to where it's at today. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it was Greg, down the, uh, It was down at Camaro. What were you thinking when... Say again, you were broken. Uh, what, what were you thinking? when Brian called you and, and pitched this idea to you, Gravy? I was I was excited and it was it was something that I'd been thinking about for quite some time and, and again, you know, I'm very deeply involved with Veterans Extreme Adventures. You know, we're we're always looking for another extreme adventure for these guys and I was like, Hey, what if I can throw one of these guys in the car with me and you know, run them down the drag strip a couple of times or go over to one of the closed tracks. And, I mean, it's, it's just fun. And, uh, you know, get their families involved or conduct car shows. I, I enjoy doing the car shows, but my love is on, you know, sitting at that Christmas tree on that drag strip, man. It just, yeah, there's nothing like it. So. But I, I was extremely excited and, you know, we of course we're both busy men with our lives and and Brian worked his tail off getting this thing together and, and uh you know, making a concept a a truth and that's where we are today and things are really I get what Brian a couple of weeks ago we officially launched. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, yeah. brother? Okay. Yeah, but I just, I, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago we officially launched this, and I had been, I'd been prepping the battlefield for several months now, and I tell you, man, it is just, I've been to drag strips, and I've talked to professional racers and owners, and everybody's behind it a hundred percent. So, you know, again, that's 
I'm pretty excited about it, and we'll get get some guys and their families out there. And and I don't know if you, you know, the drag family, like shooting family or any of the other, they're just, I mean, it's a great environment, and everybody's a family. Everybody helps each other. And, I mean, I got some of the coolest drag racing and racing stories that, you know, here's, for instance, a good friend of Brian and I, he was at, it was two years ago, he was running his car at the Texas Mile, and it's a big one-mile race, and actually Andy set a new record that year that hadn't been broken yet in one of his cars, and, and he's the one that does the tuning and builds these cars for us. He had a, his supercharger blew up the, on the night of practice, and he did not have a spare supercharger, so a fellow walked over to him. This is down in Beeville, South Texas. And he, he says, hey, where, where's your shop? He said, it's in Louisville. He goes, I have an airplane. Let's go to the airport. So uh-huh. he flies Andy back up there to Louisville. Andy grabs another blower, flies him back down there. He works all night, gets the blower on, and sets a new world record. <laughs> so. Wow. You know that that's just the kind of people that we're around, and that's that's the racing family, so to speak. So. Yeah, we've we've gotten a lot of support. Like Greg said, we've gotten a lot of support out in Texas. We've had um, kind of we call them Go Fast or you know Speed kind of organizations. Called one of them's called Wanna Go Fast. They hold speed events all over the southeast, east, all over the country, sort of. They've they've signed on to let us be part of their event support us at events where we decide we want to try to bring veterans to. Um, we've got another one up in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan called Battle Creek Speed Fest over the 4th of July weekend, and they're 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 all in. Uh, they're going to let us come up, and uh, that will probably be our, one of our first big events where we actually sponsor veteran up to that, veterans to that event. So we're pretty excited about these industry speed fests uh, signing on and wanting to be a part of it, too. Yes. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. And so you guys plan on, you said in a couple of weeks, having your very first veteran that you guys plan on sponsoring. And tell us about that one more time, where that's going to be and what the particulars uh, are. So I know Greg's got a couple of drag races coming up out in Texas, but we're going to try to get guys too. But the big the big first kind of event that um, where it's going to, we're going to sponsor folks to it will be uh, the Battle Creek Speed Fest over the 4th of July. Um, the real big event that we have coming up in two months is the there's a cars concert and craft beer show out here in, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, where we plan to do some fundraising so that we can afford to sponsor veterans to these events. Because it's all about it's all about raising dollars. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, and it may be it may be as soon as this. Just coming Friday and Sunday that I can get a vet vets in the car with me and actually I've got a list of sixty eight veterans here in the DFW area that I got a meeting with the drag strip owner tomorrow and he's already told me, he said, Heck yeah, you know, we'll we'll do whatever we can do to support you And then I had a couple of the hot rod clubs here in texas they said hey we'll we'll offer up our cars and drivers to take these guys down the drag strip 
you know, and, and it's like Brian said, you know, it's all about raising money for these vets and their families. And then, you know, to keep these cars on the track, because it, it, it ain't cheap. You know, it's like running a helicopter. <laughs> I definitely yeah. uh, can understand that. You know, and I, you know, Greg, we've spent, uh, we've stayed in touch over the years. Uh, Brian and I, uh, I guess we've kind of sporadically stayed in touch. Um, you know, I spent a whole lot of time flying with Brian uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, we've a whole been, lot of time. Yeah, a whole lot of time. Um, but, I, you know, I know, Greg, I hate to keep defaulting to you because I know the kind of stuff that we get into and what sure. we do. But um, And I know that uh, – I know – what you've been through and, and kind of, uh, you know, with disclosing stuff that I shouldn't talk about on the air, but, you know, I know you not only as a, as a very good friend, but I know you as a doc, um, you know, sure. so I know your hot points and things that, that it, you know, hot points for you that, that bother you from the past and from, from uh, your experiences. But Brian, do, do you have any issues and, and you don't have to say it, but, you know, <laughs> do you see a lot? And Brian, I've been through some thick shit with you. And so, if anybody doesn't know, you know, Hot Watch is unadulterated, it's uncensored. But me and Brian Russell have been in some extremely scary, scary, scary spots. And I can think of sure. at least one or once or twice in, in the back of my mind when I thought, "Oh shit, this is it. We're done. Like this is it." You know, it's like uh, Sanford and Son when when he grabs his heart and says, "Oh shit, it's the big one." Like, yeah. <laughs> Those moments when, when Brian Russell was on the controls. Um, but yeah, some you know, Brian, Brian doesn't want to tell it. you his hot. If Brian doesn't want to tell you his hot points, I will. <laughs> uh-huh, there you go. There you go. Why got me like that, but, cowboy? Why got me like that? But I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I have mine. You know, I do have mine. To be perfectly honest, I, I have mine. You know, I'm, I'd be the first guy to tell you that I. I probably kick more than I should when I sleep, and I don't like crowds. They get in my kill zone. So yeah. I think we all have those hot points. I definitely have them. And, you know, that's why I say sometimes just get out, getting out and driving, that is my therapy, just going. Yeah. So. Yeah, working on working on the car and just getting out and driving, man, that's, you know, that's our happy place. And everything kind of comes crumbling down on you and, Man, I'll go out there and work on the car. I'll jump in it and hit the highway for a couple hours, and and it's it's good medicine. It is. So we want to get some of these other fellas and their families involved. And, you know, maybe it can be some medicine for them and help us out, hang out with us because it, and you know, CJ, we and I've talked to Brian about this, and you know, everyone else. I mean, we want to be with like guys with warriors. And that's that's our medicine, and uh, kind of get out of the rat race. And yeah, if I had enough property here on on MSS gravy, I'd build a drag strip, man. Sixteenth of a mile. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could do it, but it would definitely cut into uh, the range. So I think that would be a no go. Um, there'd probably be like a a petition against that on social media if you try to do some shit like that, Gravy. Yeah. But well, just for your driveway. Yeah, there you go. Well, my driveway is a quarter mile. See, perfect. Yeah, all it needs is a Christmas 
training some lights, man. So, timer. So for those for those people that are listening, um, who are are in the cars, and most guys are, uh, how how do they get a hold of of your organization and 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 you know just give us a little kind of point us in the direction of, of how we can let how we can let people know about this as well. Sure. So obviously we, that was one of the big first kickoff points for me, was, other than getting the lawyers and everything involved to get that stuff done, was to set up our webpage. So we actually have a uh, website up, um, www.horsepowertherapy.org. Um, on there we've got our mission, what we're doing, things coming up. But the biggest one is, you know, we have a contact us. And that contact us email is you know, who you are, what's your, you know, branch of service, you know, are you a veteran, what's going on, you know, I, what's awesome is literally the day after we got that website up, I got an email from a veteran down in, uh, down in Florida, or, no, I'm sorry, Georgia, down in Georgia, and I Georgia. actually, yeah, I actually pinged CJ and, and Greg right away and went, I got some, someone emailed me, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's the biggest one. Is obviously we got the website up and it contacts it goes straight to straight to me. So I'm reading the emails right away. Well, and, uh, we actually uh, we've got some, we got a swag shop. We got we got everything. We've had a local t-shirt shop that was willing to set us up. Uh, Nogginhead here in Huntsville was able to set up a, a web store for us so we can get the shirts and stuff so people can be wearing it and getting the word out that way and um, all sorts of stuff on the website. I'm definitely uh, – I started putting my mouth last week, uh, but this week uh, I think I'll be okay to do this. I'm going to definitely call out uh, my co-host, Alex, because one of the things that I know Alex loves as much is going fast. So I'm going to I'm gonna call Alex out and say, Alex, uh, I challenge you to come down and uh, do something, uh, make an appearance with Horsepower Therapy. Uh, I've been on the phone with you so many times uh, and heard those horsepowers in the background. So I think sure. that uh, Alex will definitely. Uh, I'm up for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm always worthy. <laughs> I'm always up for a good cause. Because I always put it this this way. Um, everybody always says how much you know human beings are so incapable of. You know, they're so they're capable of destroying things. They're capable of doing so much wrong. But then I look at our skyscrapers and I look at you know cars, things that you would never and and spaceships and things like that and. You go like, well, we're so capable of bad things, but I believe that in the right hands, we're so capable of great things, even the horsepower therapy. But um, I've taken racing schools, and I do the e-gear thing, and we brought the Conus XCCX to the market to the United States. And, yeah, I'm totally up for that challenge, and I'm always up for a good cause. Perfect. I've given myself whiplash. As long as you have a chiropractor, I'm totally game. (laughs) My car is more horsepower than, than Greg's does. I think there's definitely one thing that uh, Alex is definitely not shy about, and that's uh, guns and horsepower. Nice. And, and one of the things that I, well, you know, probably, probably Alex, in that order. It, I think you're right, Jeff. Uh, Alex has definitely turned me uh, into using a, a term that I catch a lot of shit for from my guy friends, but you know. We call each other our besties. Um, she's definitely yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my besties. And uh, the thing, one of the things I love many things about Alex, but one of the things that I love about her more uh, that stands out in this community 
she's not a gun bunny. Um, Alex knows guns, top, bottom, left, right, northeast, south, and west. She can not only look and pick up a gun, she can tell all about a gun, tear it all apart, shoot it, hollow, you know, a one-inch freaking grouping uh, at about freaking 500 yards. But uh, she knows her stuff. So that's one of the things that I love about her. She's not a gun bunny. She knows what she's talking Aww. about. Thank you. And you do have to earn those armory certifications, but I will have to thank all of the men from Fort Bragg who've all taught me everything, and, and that's my dad. Being a daddy's girl, you know, you, be, you end up being a tomboy, and, you know, your father's your greatest hero. So then you end up doing veteran shows and having an awesome bestie. So thank you so much. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I was the only girl in the Definitely uh, something that I was about, about Alex. And she knows her horsepower as well. So that's why I'm not, I don't hesitate to throw her name out there and say, you know what? Um, we're going to get her some one of your events and, and get her involved. Perfect. Hey, but let's scare everybody because I'm Asian too. So that will, that will really throw people off. <laughs> Female Asian behind the wheel. What could go wrong? <laughs> That's so like an episode of the Fast and the Furious to happen. <laughs> Sometimes it's just furious, you know. But I mean, learning from the Autobahn, it's, it's yeah, yep. Fun times. Yeah. But, so, um, what's the fastest everyone's gotten? And what were you driving? Hey, this is CJ. Would you like to go on the air or are you just listening? Is that question for us? <laughs> I think there was a, a caller who called in and wanted to comment oh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is this a trick question? <laughs> oh, Do you guys yeah. remember seeing the Jeff Gordon, the Jeff Gordon uh, prank where he went to a dealership? Oh, yeah. And yeah, pretended yeah, that's, he was that's just, hilarious. oh, my God, that was so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. Well, actually, well, I, I could tell you exactly how fast. I'm on a hundred and hundred and forty, hundred something gram drag strip, whatever, whatever I could get out of it. Yeah. Hundred and forty. Because how many cops are listening? But I've been one seventy two. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything higher, but well, you went right there, Coker. I like it. Two on one, guns are humming. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, but I and I've been in a funny car too, but that doesn't count. But yeah, just just the cars that we build and that turbo car I went one sixty six and this car I've been up to one seventy two. So Ooh. you know, I guess you got to find. You know, I know my limitations. I got to find a car's limitations. So yeah, that's half the battle. Once yeah. you get above yeah. one seventy, it starts to get squirrely. It's not dialed in right. Yeah, if it's not, yeah, you're not dialed in. But, hey, I want to, I, I got to put things out as I think about them because I'll forget them due to multiple head injuries. But, and this is, Absolutely. and this is another thing, you know, Brian and I have talked about strategically, you know, eventually one day mm-hmm. we'd like to have one of these in every state or at every base or post. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the guys, I know those guys real well out of BSA and, you know, we're going back and forth. They're they're building a car that's going to beat my car, and I said no. There's no way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
level, and uh, that, that'd be really cool. But I think it's, I think it, the other thing I did is research, research, but nobody in the country is doing anything like this. Nobody. So I think it's another tool for our vets, you know, that that we can use just to, you know, get them out and come have some fun with us. Oh, absolutely. Well, I know with, I know within the active duty community, uh, they are like, for example, uh, the last two shot shows ago, I just met this amazing guy, uh, Alex Jude, and uh, they were 19, 20 years old. You know, uh, they were missing legs. Um, he was missing half his hand. And the reason I ended up with a Mustang GT is because we have matching cars now. But all those things meant a lot, and I know that they do have club cars uh, or car clubs. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like jeeping, yeah. but for for speedy, you know, for faster cars. But I think that you guys are onto something, and I think it is it is like a spiritual freedom. It's it's the control of just being able to think and just hearing uh, hearing your own voice, or you know, even um, just listening to music and just letting things go because you're just living at the moment and everything's yeah. in. And then you know what I mean? It's it's like a Absolutely. great sense of control. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, hey, this right. is uh, I really like that. I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say that uh, you know I know one one of Chris's biggest disappointments when he got the Ford Bragg was you know he was expecting to be, you know bring his car down there and be able to you know basically tune it up and work on it and do things and and there just was nothing available. So I yeah, think having something like that, you know, either on post or off post or whatever is, you know, be incredibly therapeutic for, you know, for the guys. And like you say, you know, you, you have a hard mission, you come back from a hard training, whatever, uh, you know, to be able to, to get, you know, to wrench some things. And, and I, I just see that as being, you know, incredibly therapeutic. Yep. That is for sure. Absolutely. Um, I think that that's, you know, we definitely, when we had VSA, Veterans Sportsman's Alliance, on the air uh, weekend before last, or week before last, that's one of the things that Brian Jurgens, uh, who is one of the customers, and I'll, I'll say they're customers, uh, one of the veterans that Veterans Sportsman's Alliance uh, has brought into the fold and taken out on uh, Smith. Um, you know, Brian wasn't really big into to hunting and shooting. Uh, he's killed his first deer now, but one of the things that really reaches out to Brian and that gets his and it's horsepower uh, in drag racing and, and those types of events. So he's super excited about, uh, you know, the, the car that uh, Brett Johnson has uh, with VSA and that they're developing. And uh, I think uh, him and Gravy have uh, definitely talked at uh, Bass Pro Shops. And uh, I think he, yes. he knows that he's definitely probably going to lose Brian to uh, to horsepower therapy once uh, you guys uh, – get up and running uh he you know or he voiced that on the air he said i'm probably going to lose brian to uh, horsepower therapy but you know there's definitely a draw there there's guys who who that's their that's their niche in life so I, I was raised in the south if you couldn't tell by this backwoods accent that i have um i'm a country boy um a lot of country boys like to work on cars they like to go back where i came from uh we had dirt tracks that we raced on um yeah. But, you know, my – where I go for therapy and what makes me feel normal is the woods and shooting. Uh, there's other people that working on cars and going fast does that for them. And Brian is a good example. 
that uh, Brian Bergens. Uh, so I think that's a, a great service that you guys are, are providing for our veterans. We've actually got a caller on the line. Uh, I'm going to introduce him, let him but, uh We've got Randy. Randy, you're live on the hot wash. Hey, Randy. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Well, I was any better. I couldn't stand it. What was that? If I was any better, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Yeah, I just dialed in to say hello to you all and let y'all know y'all doing a fantastic job. You know, I try to catch a show every couple, uh, every now and then when you when you're airing outside of my busy active duty life. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your service. service. No problem. No problem. Thank you all for your services as well. Randy, I gotta ask you: uh, Are you a uh, are you a horsepower guy or are you a, a, a shooting, uh, hunting kind of guy? Um, I do like to shoot. I'm not an avid hunter or anything. I do like to drive. So when I'm on the highway, I try to punch it, you know, as much as I can get away with. So a little bit of both. There you Perfect. go, brother. <laughs> We're all and I think uh, if you ask. No, Randy. Uh, Randy's a good friend. Uh, he, he's part of Veteran Sportsman's, or excuse me, Veterans Search and Recovery. Um, and I think I'd definitely be safe to say that he likes fast cars and fast women. Uh, if his wife uh, were around, and I'm probably sure she is, that she would smack him in the back of the head if uh, he said otherwise. Right, Randy? Yep. Yeah, but she's she's down room, so for him, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> she, she ran in, in pace, you know, for him. <laughs> Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, no, but I was, uh, as I was listening uh, to your show, you, you're, you're absolutely, absolutely right. You brought up a great point about how uh, therapeutic it could be, you know, to have to have the ability to just jump in your car and just go racing, even if it's in a confined space or you know, in a, a confined environment. And I, a lot of soldiers that I know, you know, being stationed in Alaska, uh, here in Maryland, they had they had that ability to uh, kind of like just take their cars and even rent cars and go down to uh, different tracks and stuff like that and do that. So it, it is it is a good thing to have, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate it. I, yeah, no problem. I, no problem. I think definitely one of the things that, uh, that stands out in my mind is, you know, that guys who have done uh, maybe one deployment or multiple especially the guys who have done multiple appointments. Um, they're kind of, uh, for lack of better terms, adrenaline junkies. Uh, they like to push the envelope. They like to get involved in that uh, push the limit. Uh, and that's why you find a lot of veterans who like to do things like skydiving, like to drag race. Um, they like to do things that the normal, and I, and I hate to use this word normal, but uh, what the everyday citizen would consider and consider, wow, that's a little crazy. Um, that's the kind of stuff that appeals to veterans because we've tasted that adrenaline rush and um, it's addictive. Um, and I'll tell you, yes, absolutely. If, if Brian Russell or Greg Coker tried to tell you that they weren't addicted to the adrenaline uh, that they got uh, wiggling the sticks in uh, one of the world's finest or world's finest aviation unit, they'd be lying to you. Um, because I've watched both of them wiggle the sticks, and I yeah. know exactly um, what it does for those pilots when they're flying. 
So, you know, this definitely all about doing things, finding things in our um, after military life that uh, appeal to us, that level uh, of excitement. What, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, actually. Um, I, I know I, I'm not so much of a, I, I want to say I'm an adrenaline junkie, but every now and then I do like to push the envelope and see what I can get away with <laughs> and how far I can go <laughs> with it. So it it, it does, it is a, a, a soothing mechanism, if you will. So, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with you there. You know, that's why I do, you know, try to get out every now and then and go to the range and just, you know, just shoot, just fire off rounds and I get on the highway and I see I know it's a cop, you know, sitting on the side on the shoulder, but I still punch it to like 90, you know, and then just slow down when I get close. So, yeah, it, <laughs> I, I, totally, I totally get it. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, you know, my daily driver is, is my is one of my SEMA car trucks, which is the red line, and she makes almost 500 at a tire. And I asked, well, what are you going to do with all that power? I'm going to be the fastest guy to get to Walmart. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to and from Walmart faster than anyone else in my neighborhood. Got to get to those sales. <laughs> exactly. Right, that's definitely something that Alex identifies with. Um, Alex is the fastest person to get anywhere she goes, right, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, Greg, where do you where do you find see you guys going as an organization? Um, where would you like to see yourselves get to with horsepower therapy? Uh, I know what you guys are doing at this current point in time, but where would you like to see horse power therapy go, uh, your short-term and your long-term goals? Well, short-term, I'd like to see, you know, get these vets involved and get them to the drag strip. And I, actually, I was just thinking about that today on the on the coordination piece of it and the planning piece and, you know, get them down the track, you know, a couple times each and, Get some of these other uh, Tex Musk Car Club. They're they want to get involved, and you know, again, it's good family time. It's it's time for you know folks to hang out. And then I, we have a series here too in North Texas, so I'm going to run all those. So once I find out, you know, what small town or strips that we're going to, then I'll I'll either hit up like the VFW or until we can start getting word out there on the street, handing out information, pamphlets. And I've already got two drag strips that are, that want to get involved. One's an NHRA drag strip in Ennis, Texas. And then we're going to go, I think we got four drag strips total on our 11, 11 race series this summer. And then I'll be running at Texas Motor Speedway. They have Friday night drags there, so I'm going to coordinate coordinate with them. And then maybe have a fun day out at Texas Motor Speedway, have the vets and their families come out, get some cars to take these folks around TMS, around the, around the track, and do a fundraiser. But, yeah, short time or near target, That's that's my goal for here. Some car shows. I got a big Camaro car show coming up the 
second week in April down San Antonio. So, you know, we'll we'll get the word out there. And, yeah, we'll just kind of play it by ear right now. It's a target-rich environment. I just I got to get busy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on my, you know, for me, long, long, you know, short-term is getting, getting word out. So everything's about raising funds to, to bring in uh, – bring people to these events and sponsor them, you know, be able to, some of these bigger events, be able to, you know, fund their travel, um, pay for them to stay, pay for their lodging, get them a stipend for food, you know, fully sponsor them to come to some of these bigger events um, to include some of the big, um, uh, what I would call industry events like SEMA. You know, my goal is to be able to sponsor someone to SEMA this year. Um, it's not open to the public. It's only open to industry. But luckily, I have met some folks and, and networked enough with some industry folks that uh, I think I can get a couple corporations to be a part of that as far as letting them say they work for them, so to speak. Um, but some other long terms for me is, you know, I, w- I, would, I would love to see a, a cadre of, of folks and cars across the country that are all kind of part of it so that we're not niched into the Texas or the Southeast or, you know, certain areas where, you know, Greg and I live um, to be more stuff going on. Because obviously we have veterans all across the United States. And it's hard hard to be everywhere. So I'd love to get a cadre of of folks and cars that want to be involved and that so they can take part and be a part of every, you know, little tiny race events in their local on their local drag strip and involve veterans. Um, another long term goal of mine is to because of some of the relationships I've made with sponsors, um, is I plan to to hit up Chevy and see if they'll build us a Camaro with hand controls. Um, oh. so that we can get some people that uh, some some veterans that have maybe lost limbs uh, behind at the wheel of, of a faster car. Maybe not quite as much horsepower as mine, but still a fast, good looking car, <laughs> and let them take yep. it down the strip. So that that I is think, a well, big long term goal for me is to get them to build us a car for veterans. Yeah, and that, on that note, Brian, since I got you on the phone here, I've got a meeting <laughs> with <laughs> I've got a meeting with Chevrolet at Classic tomorrow, and they're they're very interested in this in HPT. And then another one, you know, we need to get Gary Linfoot. He's he's a big old HRA guy, and and he's he's got a Shelby Mustang that they, you know, they built for him with hand grip. Right, and they converted it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can get Gary to one of these deals, and yep, that'd be awesome. I think that would be awesome. Uh, Get him in a really fast car. well, I'll tell you that the feelings are definitely mixed. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. I was just wondering if, if you've ever been to Bandemir up in Colorado. I have. I actually grew up in Colorado. Okay, because that's, I mean, I, I literally drive by there every day when I go to work. I have a part-time job mowing greens at a golf course. And guys, all the mechanics out there, you know, are, are car racers and whatever. Oh, so yeah. we, we have some pretty good connections there. So, but we can talk wow. offline about you know doing something uh, doing something when Absolutely. the NHRA is up there. I I, I want to say it's end of the summer, early fall. I can't remember exactly when they race there, but uh, yeah, that's uh, a yeah. thunder in the mountains. Yeah, that's what that is. I'll tell you definitely something that that I want to touch on that's uh, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, 
not only our veterans, but uh, I want to throw a shout out to our Gold Star families, um, yep. the children of our our Gold Star, um, our, our Gold Star children. You know, uh, Jeff Falcon is uh, my adopted Gold Star father. Many Gold Star mothers uh, that I've adopted, and uh, several of them are listening mm-hmm. into the show tonight. Um, but you know, it's our responsibility as veterans and as fellow warriors uh, to embrace our Gold Star family members uh, and to reach out uh, and embrace the children uh, of our our brothers and sisters who have uh, given their life uh, in service to this nation. You know, I've said it many times that uh, the most precious commodity that the United States has is our children our daughters. And when they sacrifice uh, a son or a daughter in service to our country and in support of our freedom, that's the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice, and that's giving the best that we have in support of our nation. So I definitely want to say to our listeners tonight that uh, it, it's not only about the veterans who have fought for our freedom. It's not only about the, the veterans uh, who have, have won our freedom. It's also about... Um, the families who are left behind. So please don't forget our gold star families and don't forget to embrace the gold star families because there's fathers, husbands, wives, sons, and daughters who are left behind who don't have that loved one anymore to participate in these events. So definitely please don't forget our gold star families. And uh, I definitely have to give that shout out tonight. Well, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I appreciate I appreciate that, CJ. And, and just you know, I'll just put a little a little personal slant on it. Uh, you know, my my dad died when I was fourteen, and, and our plan was to build a 1952 Chevy together. Um, and I never got that opportunity because you know he passed away, and I had to go to work. And and I know for fact that there are Gold Star kids out there who are in the same situation. You know, they, their dream was to build a dad with their car, a car with their dad, and their dad's dream was to work on cars with their kids. And so if, if yeah. we can, you know, take that and, and start you know, bringing people in to that fold, it, it, that will mean a phenomenal amount to, to these families. Uh, yeah. So and I, I've been, probably been remiss in the fact that I keep saying veterans and you know, wounded veterans, but yeah. one of our, one of the tenets of our mission statement is actually to, you know, retired military family members and, and civilians and families of wounded veterans. So, I mean, it's, it's part of our mission is to get, cause I get That's it. Great. You know, you're absolutely correct. Getting the, you know, the son and daughter out to something, you know, maybe something that their father loved and to get them involved, son, father, or don't be sexist, but um, it's definitely part of our mission. And not forgotten. Yes. No. I think that's uh, one of the the most touching things that I've ever been involved with was uh, a ceremony or a, an event uh, that they they schedule here at Fort Knox. Um, is they take Gold Star children out uh, for a weekend to do uh, camping, fishing, um, and just mentoring uh, with Gold Star children. Uh, you know, we took the boys out fishing, the girls too, if that's what they wanted to do. But if the girls weren't interested in fishing, they took them back, did their nails, um, you know, manicures, pedicures, cabin uh, while those who wanted to fish out on the lake fishing, and, and just spent that time with them. 
and I think that uh, you know my heart. Um, that that is one of the things that I'm so huge on outside of uh, my veteran brothers and sisters and, and stopping veteran suicide. But I feel the responsibility to be there for my Gold Star family members, and, and that's something that's uh, foremost and utmost in my mind at all times is being there for the Gold yeah. Star families. I definitely appreciate uh, Brian you you bringing that in and talking about that um, because it's it, we owe those family members that we effectively become their sons and daughters. Uh, and if we aren't doing that, then uh, shame on us. There are those of us who will do it, um, and we're all about taking care of them. Right, and it and it, and it means so very much. You know, I I'm I'm truly blessed to have an amazing family that I have now. So I definitely, uh, Alex, you've been really quiet. I know you uh, you told me you were going to be quiet before the episode started tonight, but I need to hear from you again. We need more from Alex. Uh, my, dad's, uh, my dad's Alex. driving skills. He's, um, so my dad was 82nd Airborne, um, but he's one of those guys who likes to get into the left-hand lane and just do the speed limit. So his driving <laughs> actually makes me crazy. <laughs> He's like, in, so on the Autobahn in Germany, if you've ever been, during the summertime, there's always this, what we call the Dutch caravan. You know, you'll get a ticket if you're um, slow in the left-hand lane. But um, I wish they had that in the United States sometimes. <gasps> yeah, you'll get over, you'll get run over by an 8-series BMW on the Autobahn. <laughs> 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 multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Definitely want to say thanks to Randy for calling in tonight, and uh, we've got a few minutes left on uh, on the episode. If anyone would like to call in, it's five six three nine 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 three zero one five. That's five six three nine 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 three zero one five. You're listening to the Hot Wash. We have the founders of Horsepower Therapy, CWO retired Brian Russell and Greg Coker. Uh, on with us tonight, and we're talking about uh, the how awesome uh, horsepower can be in helping our, our brothers and sisters uh, recover from the wounds of war, not only the seen wounds, but the unseen wounds of war. Um, so call in if you'd like to, ask some questions. Brian, uh, what if if guys hear this show tonight or they might have saw, seen the, uh, the Facebook post or seen the ad for it, Tell us more where we can find out about uh, horsepower therapy again for guys that want to reach out and look at that. Sure. Exit. Uh, we got a website up. It's uh, horsepowertherapy.org. Um, if you want to send an email, just hit the hit the inaction tab, and there's a contact us tab. Um, that means those emails go straight to me. Uh, I think we have a contact us tab just about on every single page. I wanted to make sure that there is no doubt that someone can get a hold of us. Um, but we've got listed on the website. We've up some upcoming events, some of the bigger events that we have planned. Um, we've got uh, our listed our industry partners. Um, when I say industry, I'm talking automotive. Um, we list our corporate partners. And we have a few of those, and then some of some of the other great veterans groups. Uh, we have links out to their pages, um, like Veterans Extreme Adventures. Um, just we want to make sure we we get guys connected where 
maybe they're not car guys to hear this and want to figure out how to get to something else. So we've, we've linked off of our page to theirs um, as yep. well. So that's, that's the best no, way definitely. to get a hold of us is, is from the website or Facebook. Like I said, Facebook or yeah, Facebook. Car Therapy on Facebook. Or uh, we're, on, we're on Twitter, uh, Horsepower Therapy. We're on Instagram. We're on it all. It's social media. We're there. And I definitely say that, uh, you know, the guys like Brian and Greg, um, if you contact them and, and maybe get behind a, a sports car is not your thing and you'd rather shoot, they can push you in the right direction. Um, we're all about networking. Um, Greg Coker has full um, contacts, and he's involved with more things than you can shake a stick at um, on outlets for veterans. Um, I got if you like to shoot, if you like to shoot guns, uh, Greg Coker can can point you in the right direction. Uh, if you like to hunt, uh, maybe you want to uh, eat veterans extreme adventures um if you feel like you want to get out and kill something with uh, your bare hands and a knife uh veterans extreme outfitters is there <laughs> it's definitely something you can do uh veteran sportsman's yep. alliance we had them on uh, weekend before last um it's all about taking care of our war fighters and our veterans and them line up with something that aligns with what they feel comfortable doing and you know the thing that the tenet of the hot wash or the reason I started the hot wash was to reach guys, uh, to reach out to veterans, uh, first responders, law enforcement, uh, EMS workers, uh, U.S. contractors, and let them know that you're not just because you might have feelings of uh, isolation, depression, anxiety, uh, post-traumatic stress. You're not the first person that's felt that. You're not the first person to feel isolated from that. We want to reach out to you and let you know that there's other brothers and sisters who have been through the exact same scenarios you've been through, and we want to show you that you can be a full-functioning member of society. You're not an outcast. You're not someone who's dealing with it all alone. There's plenty of brothers and sisters and resources out there that can help you deal with your issues, and like I like to put it, deal with your demons. I guarantee you there's you're not the only person who's facing or the first person to face that demon. Um, there's plenty of us out here who have dealt with it and uh, learned how to deal with it, and we are still full-functioning members of society. So that's why we're here, is to reach out to you and say, hey, you're not an outcast. You're not um, a goods. There's, there's a place for everybody. There's something that every veteran can get involved in that helps them be... Uh, an active member of society helps their brothers and sisters in the warfighting community. Um, you just got to find that niche. You got to find that project that helps you feel involved. One, one of the things that veterans complain of is that, that sense of no longer having that sense of belonging or no having no longer having that mission. Well, there's plenty of nonprofits out there. There's plenty of uh, events going on that you can get involved in and you can feel just as, uh, involved as you want to be you just got to look a little bit and find and i know that uh the individuals on the radio show tonight alex maltizo jeff falcon uh brian russell and greg coker any one of us can point you in the right direction and help you get uh, a sense of purpose 
and a sense of belonging and a sense of uh, involvement. Uh, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. 365. Yep. Anything, any place, anytime. Yep. So, Gravy, uh, you know, we've got uh, a few minutes. You know, actually, I booked it a little more. We've been about five minutes over an hour just because I wanted to be sure that we had a safe buffer there. Um, but Gravy, tell us, uh, tell us about VA you know, veterans, extreme or veterans, excuse me, veterans, extreme adventures uh, and how guys can find out about that. If maybe getting behind a sports car is not their thing, tell us how they can reach out to veterans adventures. Yeah, you bet. Uh, VXA. It's, we're local here. Dave Hillary is president. I'm some kind of VP, but yeah, we've, we've got an awesome group here and we do the hog dog hunt. Again, it's you know it's all local. We'll send guys on on hunt trips down South Texas for you know those great big whitetails. We we take them fishing. We send them fishing. We did a a ranger rendezvous right here at my place a couple of years ago, and I think there were like seventy four, seventy five rangers showed up, and you know all kind of soft guys from all over the country just a weekend to hang out. They brought their families and kids and hung out at the pool. We went down to the range and blasted, but we just completed our annual Hilo hog hunt this past Friday, Saturday, and I know I flew, I, I don't know, 35 or 40 vets. And we killed over a hundred pigs out of my helicopter, but it was yeah, it was a good time. They had you know some some big time country stars come in and sing. And but again, you know, it's just I see I saw guys I hadn't seen in I don't know seven eight years, and it's it's good fellowship. But VXA is you know again we're we're new. And, going we're probably well we'll be three years old this year and we got a lot of stuff going on go to our website veteransextremeadventures.com and extreme is spelled with an x and check us out there we got we got a boot shoot coming up in april that's another big fundraiser we we're involved in it's it's heat shoot over in dallas we do like cj you were there last year weren't you bro yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you, um, I don't want yeah. to shoot this year. I had an amazing time. Me and Greg and uh, a couple other guys from VXA were there and uh, had an amazing time with boot shoot. So definitely uh, in the Texas area, in the Dallas, greater Dallas, Fort Worth area uh, in April for boot shoot. You don't want to miss that because that is an amazing time for veterans. Yeah, yeah it's a good time. You know, and, the, and again, this is all about vets, gold star families. Vets, families, kids—you know, whatever it may be—and and raising raising money to, you know, to help help these folks out. Okay? So that's what we're here for. That's God's plan. I definitely uh, got some messages while uh, while we're on the air here from a couple of Gold Star mothers, and uh, they wanted to say thank you uh, to everyone on tonight for acknowledging the Gold Star family members. Um, and not forgetting them. 
So they definitely wanted uh, wanted me to give you guys a shout out and say thank you for uh, acknowledging mm-hmm. the Gold Star members because they appreciate that a lot. Um, thank you. Definitely, definitely. Uh, as you as you guys know, Jeff Falkel, uh he, he's Gold Star father. He's part of uh, my broadcast now. Um, I will definitely never forget um, my gold families or my brothers and sisters uh, who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. And, uh, you know, I, I live the Night Stalker Creed in that last stanza as I serve with the memory and pride of those who have been for me, for they love to fight, fought to win, and would rather die than quit. Night Stalkers don't quit. Um, I live that daily, um, and, and I believe that wholeheartedly. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about my brothers um, who I lost. And I say brothers because I, I personally didn't have any uh, female night stalkers. Um, had a lot of veterans, obviously, who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. But I didn't have any uh, female night stalkers who died while I was in service. But um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about uh, my brothers uh, that we lost in combat. And uh, I will daily... Um, do anything I can to reach out to uh, all Gold Star family. Uh, Greg talked about boot shoot. Greg, I'm definitely going to be down there with you uh, in April again for boot shoot this year. Um, okay, good. Alex and uh, Alex and Jeff, I'm going to try and pull you guys down there, get you guys to come down to Texas okay. and visit for that because it's definitely an amazing time. It's a lot of fun, uh, and it's a great event for our veterans. Um, hopefully, Greg, you can get Brian Russell down there. Um, I know Brian will flat. He can't. He can't shoot anything, man. Well, I was just <laughs> going to say, Gravy. I know Brian can flat fly the hell out of a helicopter. He can fly it like he stole it, and he can definitely pull the best out of it. But I don't know about his shooting skills because he always had crew chiefs in the back that were shooting for him. So um, I, I it'll be interesting to see him shoot. Yeah. I got people for that. It'll be fine. Brian's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Brother from another definitely, mother. Uh, yeah, I will. Definitely want to throw a shout out to uh, the Veteran Sports and Recovery, or excuse me, Veteran Search and Recovery. Um, vets are. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons that I got involved in the radio show. I'm the national president for Veteran Search and Recovery. We reach out to veterans who are troubled, um, suffering with anxiety, depression, uh, post-traumatic stress, uh, might be feeling suicidal. Um, Our goal is to reach out and find those brothers and bring them back into the fold before they commit that fatal flaw. Um, So definitely want to reach out and give a shout out to them. Want to give a shout out to Missing Warrior Alert. Missing Warrior Alert reaches... uh, a huge audience on social media. Anytime we have a veteran uh, or a first responder go missing, we uh, put out a wanted poster, uh, for lack of better terms, but a missing persons poster uh, and blow that out um, on social media, trying to reach out and help find those individuals. And uh, definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Junior's Bullet Pins, uh, Dr. Jeff Falkel, uh, who's obviously on the line tonight, Gold Star Father Jeff Falkel. Uh, tell us about Junior's bullet pins real quick while on the air. Uh, yeah, we uh, we make pens out of 762 shells. Uh, it was my son's dream to, or to do that, and uh, unfortunately, he never got the opportunity. So we uh, that's that's kind of our mission now is to to reach out and 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 
provide tents with purpose, and the, the purpose is, uh, you know, to to make sure that that Chris's brothers and and sisters in arms are are taken care of, and so that's what we do with the with junior bullet pens. Good. And I'll tell you, some of the damn finest pins that I've ever, and I'm not saying that because Jeff's my, my adopted dad now, but I carry a, a junior's bullet pin everywhere I go. Um, I carry it in my jacket, carry it in my backpack, carry it in all of my bags. Um, I write with well, That's because you, know, that's you know the guy who makes them, you know. <laughs> well, I do know the guy who makes them. But uh, I write with them not because I know the guy who makes them, because I actually like the pins a shitload, a shitload and uh, they write really well. Um, they make very good gifts, um, and 30% of every sale, uh, Jeff, is that correct? At least 30% of every sale goes mm-hmm. in support of special operations uh, nonprofits. Um, they're awesome pins, and I just got a package in the mail from uh, my Gold Star dad, Jeff, this week. Uh, they're making pins now that have styluses on the top of them. Uh, so definitely an amazing product. So if you're looking for some good pins, maybe a retirement gift or a gift in general for a veteran, uh, take, check out bullet pins. And what about, uh, Alex, you want to tell us about ethos? Ooh, not really. <laughs> okay. Not really. Just a, <laughs> well, I mean, cause um, it's, uh, it's just a training facility, but, um, yeah, it's uh, over 40,000 40, acres for each property, so it's just it's just a lot of stuff going on right now. So Sorry about that, Alex. Uh, you can you can punch me in the face later. Um, so definitely, uh, we have a huge punch me in the face later for bringing that up. I'm sorry. No, 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 not at all. You're part of it, anyways. So uh, okay. definitely want to say, hey guys, I appreciate you. Greg and Brian for coming on tonight. Um, before we close, uh, definitely, Brian, give us a recap of how we can uh, find out about horsepower therapy and how guys can reach out if they have a veteran that they want to send your way. Or if a veteran is interested, please um, tell us how we can find out about horsepower therapy. Absolutely. I'll, I'll do the Vanna thing again. So, um, horsepowertherapy.org. So you can find us on the, on the, on the web, www.horsepowertherapy, all one word, .org. Um, Pretty much all over the pages, you can find a contact us button. Emails come directly to me. Uh, We're out there on social media, Facebook, Horsepower Therapy, Twitter, Instagram. You you name it, we're out there. And uh, I guarantee I get back to you within less than an hour if you send me an email. Alex, anything else uh, you'd like to hit on tonight? No, I just wanted to say thank you for your services and uh, thank you for continuing mission, the mission and, uh, you know, reaching out to to do some type of therapy. And, uh, it, you know, the freedom of being in a fast car, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's spiritual, definitely. Always appreciate the uh, opportunity to come on. CG, I really appreciate you reaching out and uh, inviting Greg and, Greg and I on to talk about uh, what we got going on. So I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gravy, you got anything you want to hit, brother? No, brother. Just it's an honor to be on tonight. It's good talking with you. Absolutely. Uh, definitely want to say, hey, um, I'll be uh, down in Gravy's next neck of the woods permanently, hopefully in the Dallas Fort Worth. Uh, 
Florida in the next few months. Um, that's where I'm moving to. So uh, definitely I'll be in the, the Texas area. And uh, Gravy's a hell of a guy, so Russell. And, uh, and I loved having you on tonight, Brian. I really appreciate you and Gravy coming on the show tonight. Um, you know that I love you guys and would do anything in the world for you. Uh, definitely have the, nothing but the utmost respect for you guys. Thanks, well, Doc. Thanks. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, bud. Jeff, do you have anything, brother? No, just thanks again uh, for for all of the information and for for going outside the box and and putting together a program that I, I I'm definitely going to do everything I can to help you guys out because you know I until CJ had talked about it last week I had never never heard of what you're all doing, but I, I think I see lots of applications and, and I, I personally know lots of people and including my son, Chris would have loved, you know, he, he loved going fast. He was real good at going fast too. So, uh, uh, this is, this is something that I, I definitely will, uh, um, look forward to working with you guys in the future. And like I say, we'll, we'll talk offline, uh, later about, about Bandamere and, and, you know, getting something going for, uh, uh, for Thunder Mountain next this this next coming this coming year. Absolutely, yeah. We need to talk offline. I'll be out your way actually here in a couple of weeks. Okay. Look That's absolutely to awesome. Uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. Uh, definitely want to say, hey, uh, don't forget next week's episode. This is the hot wash. Next week, uh, we're honored to have the founder of Gallant Few, major retired call Carl Monger. Carl's going to kick me in the nuts for messing that up. Major retired Carl Monger, uh, Wednesday, 8 March from 7 to 8 Eastern time. Um, you'll be able to call in. Carl's going to talk to us about uh, Valiant Few, and, uh, or excuse me, Gallant Few, and uh, we're excited to have him on the Hot Wash. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to an episode of Hot Wash. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next week. Definitely want to say, hey, look out for your brothers and sisters. Um, you never know when that phone call, um, that text that Facebook Messenger uh, message that you send to one of your brothers or sisters could be that defining moment that prevents them from uh, making that fatal flaw and stepping over that. Uh, just showing the interest that you care um, can be all that it takes to uh, grab your brother or sister and bring them back from making a fatal flaw taking their, their own life because veteran suicide is absolutely the top enemy that we as veterans face in the United States of America. We talk about 22 a day. That's a brand now. Uh, we know that that's not accurate, but uh, in the past, 22 veterans a day plus one active duty service member take their life, their own life every single day, and I'm 100% committed to stopping that. So is Alex and Jeff and every member that I bring mm-hmm. on to uh, every guest that I bring on to the that's why we're here, guys, is to let you guys know that we're here. We've got your back. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll definitely uh, want to close this episode with uh, – I've got to send a shout-out to Shana Jackman, country music artist uh, who wrote a song, We've Got Your Back. She allows me to use this song as our uh, opening and closing uh, theme song, and we definitely have your back. Please don't ever be afraid to reach out to us. Want to say thanks again yeah. to uh, Brian and Greg Coker for coming on tonight. 100%. God bless America. Nice talkers don't quit. Thanks, buddy.
Appreciate it. Thanks.